Welcome to Random Eloquence. Well-spoken rants. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Random Eloquence Podcast. I am Crystal and I am back again as promised with Brennan. Welcome back. Hey everybody, what's going on? Yes, yes, we had to go ahead and just circle back real quick because y'all, the amount of feedback and relatable stories that we received from the last episode, Friendship Things, we we hinted around on the episode that we would be back for part two, but we decided let's just go ahead and immediately give y'all the part two because there was no need to do another episode in between that. We just wanted to get right into it. So we are back again with another episode, back to our you know regular schedule. Um, so let's just go ahead and get right back into things. Brennan is actually joining me. We're here in person, which is rare. Hey, <laughs> 757, what up? Yeah, she touched down <laughs> on that 757 uh, soil of ours. So she's here for just a couple more hours. So she um, was so gracious to just stop by the studio, also known as a home studio. <laughs> you know, you got to claim it. But uh, she stopped by and I was like, oh, that worked out so perfect. So that was another reason why we were like, let's just go ahead and do this now while she's here live in person. So um, thank you again for just making some time in your busy schedule. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So other than that, anything special that has happened since we last recorded a couple Um, weeks ago now? No, Every, it's just life been life That's it. Yeah. yeah, that's enough. That's it. That's the caption. That's all I always say. <laughs> that's the post. That is the post. Um, basically, uh, same here. Um, let's see. Nothing special has happened. Um, just been working. We did have spring break. I think y'all were finishing up spring mm-hmm, break mm-hmm. as the last episode aired. Mm-hmm. And I was getting ready to start it. So my kids had a blast. I still had to work, unfortunately, but my kids spent a lot of time with their grandparents between both grandmas. They were at jump houses. They were they had picnics at the park, so they've been doing everything. And then in between all that, we definitely um, did some you know family things together, made some trips to the cookie store, Crumble Cookie, shout out to them. <laughs> so we did all kind of little family things like that and spent a lot of time outside because it's been – Real hot here in the 757. Oh, gosh. mm -hmm. I stepped off the plane, and I immediately felt the, like, humidity. Yes. I was, like, drenched. I felt gross. Yeah, and it's (laughs) It's crazy because just last week, no lie, it was, like, 50 degrees. So this weather we had this past weekend was very unseasonable for April. I mean, you know how the weather is. But when you've left and come back. Oh, my gosh. It was it was humid. It's been yeah. pretty humid, and yeah. so things are happening fast. I'm like, man, like I said, I wanted warm weather, but I didn't know we were gonna jump right into the humid. Listen, yeah, it's been Satan's toenails. It's no, really, like what is it? Really. <laughs> so other than that, cool, cool. So let's just get right back into the feedback. So, huh, as predicted. Um, so in case you're lost and tuning into this episode and haven't been listening in a while. Last uh, episode, we posted an episode of Friendship Things, and now we're going to call it Friendship Things Part 1, because what you're listening to now is Part 2, mm-hmm. and we basically talked about adult friendships and all the challenges and joys of being friends as an adult, making friends as an adult, maintaining friends as an adult, and we just kind of broke down like the qualities of friendship, what we're looking for in friendships at this stage in life. 
Also, um, we talked about um, just some of the challenges mm-hmm. with maintaining friends. And we even had some articles that we referenced. It was a good episode, y'all. Yeah. Um, but the overwhelming feedback that we received was that they wanted more. Yeah. People were like, thank you for the definitions. But, like, yeah. we want to hear what y'all went through and how y'all handled it. We want to yeah. hear real testimonies and real, like, stories of, like, a time where maybe friendship worked out or mm-hmm. maybe, it, you know, where it didn't work out as yeah. an adult. And I said, bet. Right. <laughs> because we both, um, me and Brennan, both logged off of that show thinking, oh, we ran out of time. Yes. You know, we were worried about it yes. being too long. And we I felt like we definitely both had more to share. Yeah. So. And this, this conversation is just so, like, rich. It's so robust. Yes. Because no matter what stage in life we are at, friendships are like big. Like it's, it's, it's a part of life. Like I said, like last episode, like we are not meant to do life by ourselves. So at every stage in life and even every stage of adulthood, Mm -hmm. we deal with friendship stuff. So this, when, when I brought this up to talk to you about it, I knew it was going to be a big Mm -hmm. deal. I knew it was going to be a lot. Um, so it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so with that, um, I obviously, like I said, I mentioned, we got some feedback. I know me directly. I got people that called. So before I get on the, well, I'll save that for later. Cause somebody gave me some other feedback about, um, the burning question that, uh, burning posed and they called me out and it's okay. It's okay. We're going to get there, but staying on task. Um, most of the feedback you all said with the episode was like, like I said, they wanted more. Um, people were just like, I can't believe that that is something that you go to go through as well, because I thought it was just me. Um, lately I've been, I've had the pleasure I'll say of like hanging, well, not really hanging out, but engaging with people who are like significantly younger than me. Like I would say kids, but these are adults. I have sisters. I have, um, family members, just associates that um, I know of that are in their mid to late 20s. And so I had a few of them reach out who listened to the show, some of our younger listeners, and was like, hey, it's interesting to hear that y'all are in y'all's mid-30s and that y'all are still going through that because a lot of them, like I referenced on the show, they thought as you get older, Mm -hmm. they thought, um, you know, some of these challenges would kind of maybe taper off or just balance out, and they learned through us like, no, we're just getting started. Sometimes it gets worse as you get older because life continues to kind of, you know, present itself in different ways, present those challenges of life. And so it gets a little bit more challenging. So, um, I had in particular, my sister shout out to her. She, you know, pretty much said, you know, she's in her mid twenties and mid to late twenties now. And all the people around her age, um, they're all at that stage when you're in your twenties where people are, either buying a house for the first time, getting married or in relationships or having babies. And all of those big milestones require you to require you to attend their event or Mm -hmm. show up for them in all, excuse me, show up for them in all those different ways. And so she said, it is a challenge. She said, sometimes I just feel like I don't even want to make friends. I just want to like stay to myself. She said, because it is hard to keep up with all that's going on because everybody expects you to be there for them and vice versa. You expect them to be there for them. So it was interesting to hear a 20 something year old's point of view on Mm -hmm. some of the challenges. Cause I do remember going 
through that when we were in our 20s, right after college, from like literally 22 to like 30, it was like, whoo, every week it was like somebody got a new job, a new house, a housewarming of yeah. uh, this or that. And it was like events left and right. It was so many events, like mm-hmm. all in a short amount of time. So I do remember like trying to keep up. And then some of the challenges was, oh, I have events and stuff going on too. And then, you know. I'm not getting that same energy. So mm-hmm. she talked about some of those challenges. So it was interesting to hear her take. Um, maybe I'll mention this a little later in detail, but I actually ended up talking to my mother-in-law, shout out her. I don't know if she listens, but she knows I do this podcast. And she was here one day while I was researching for this episode. And I straight up asked her, I said, look, what is adult friendships like in your 60s? Because she's in her 60s. Mm-hmm. And I told her what I was doing and... You know, she was like, oh, wow. And so she was very excited to share with me her perspective of friendships in an older age. Mm-hmm. And so I'll probably save her answers for some of the questions that we get into later. But just know that I got a lot of feedback, more than I actually thought. Um, overall, everybody's just, please do a part two. Yeah. We want more. Yeah. And so that's, that, that's, <laughs> that's what I got. Like, I got the feedback of like, oh, my gosh it's this is relatable like you know people thinking like you were saying that they were the only ones who went through friendship stuff yeah oh friendship things Mm -hmm. you know like we all do and so that's that is the feedback that Mm -hmm. i thought yeah i would get i thought i would get that good okay yeah. And even uh, shout out to everybody who follows us on Instagram. I had a um, a lot more people share our little video clips. Okay, which you know, in all transparency, we don't really go. be getting a lot of shares. Y'all hey. continue to share. You know that because like <laughs> I notice when people share things from the podcast, then it gains. You know, I'll get more followers because mm-hmm. them sharing it exposes the podcast to your followers or their followers. So I always do get new listeners like that. So thank you. Please continue to do that. So I guess people saw our beautiful faces. <laughs> And was like, oh, let me share this yes. because they're saying what I like and, yes. you know, they're they're fun to look at. So <laughs> it is what it is. So, you know, yes. um, I do know that video sometime on not, on Instagram seems to engage people. I notice when yeah. we do the video clips, we get more engagement. Okay. So well, like, that's oh, good. So, that is good. So <laughs> also I think, too, people are um, wanting to hear – things that one they can relate to Mm -hmm. and two don't want to talk about Mm -hmm. because a lot of times I find that people want to talk about something but nobody talks about it absolutely right and so there's the conversations that need to be had or things that we need to talk about things that should be talked about but everybody shies away from talking about it because it's some type of taboo or whatever I don't know yeah but yeah that you know Yep. It so and that was that's this friendship thing conversation. Yes. Because nobody ever talks about it, but everybody goes through it. Everybody. And so I'm so glad that people are, are sharing and like getting into it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. So all right, well without further ado, we just gonna go ahead and get right oh well actually no guys. Um <laughs> You mean we do this thing, you know, where we, you know, do a burning question. <laughs> My bad. We just were so excited to just get into it. Oh, and also just a a warning, you know, this probably will be a little bit longer of an episode. If you are an avid listener, you already know how we get down. You're fine with it. Um, But just let you know, we we may, we're not going to rush this conversation. We're just going to have a dialogue. 
um you know it's a good day it's sunny out we just in the we're just in the mood today to just relax and just have a, a conversation so just listen to this conversation as if you're here with us and chilling and just sit back and relax and enjoy. Yeah. So, but before we get into that, y'all know how we do. We always do this thing where we just throw out a burning question, something that has just popped up in one of our minds and we just, we just want to know the answer to it. So, um, Brennan is also going <laughs> to take it away again this week. Well, since. I'm visiting, mm-hmm. you know, um, the guests, you know, kind of have some, a little leeway. Yes. So here we go. My question is, are you a glass half full or a glass half empty type of person? I am a glass half full person. <laughs> <laughs> I can give okay. that immediately. Yep. Okay. Yep. As right. I sip my glass of uh, mimosa right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is to me. I would look at this glass and I would say it's half full. Okay. That's how I would say it. Okay. Literally, that's so funny that you literally. asked that, and I have a literal. Y'all hear that? I have a literal <laughs> glass here. Okay. Just saying. Literally. Okay. Um. Okay. I am a. I'm a glass half full person as well. Okay. And so I asked this question because that type, the type of person, if you're a glass half full or a glass half empty person has a huge effect on mm. friendships. Interesting. Okay. I see what you <laughs> did there. That's the, that's I see the... what you did there. <laughs> okay. You're tying right. it. Connecting so, the dots. T- connections. Okay. Uh, okay. No. So, I mean, that makes, a huge difference if you are glass half full or glass half empty person because if you are a glass half full person you know you are um optimistic you are like very encouraging you i mean it's you are those are traits of people who are glass half full okay right yeah and so if you are glass half empty person that one can be a little tricky because (laughs) Because because sometimes you are more of a realist, mm. um, and so you know you you have you know concrete things. You, you more see logical. things very black and white, right? And there's no wiggle room usually, right? Okay, and so um, or sometimes you just be a negative person because there mm. are a lot of negative Nathans and Nancys out that mug, right? So it, it depends on the glass half. Yeah. That is interesting. So, I've yes. never thought about it. Yeah. So, like, people who say the glasses have empty, are they also very analytical type people? Very literal? <laughs> like, you know, yes. like, people who are just, like, technical where they can't, like, like you said earlier, like, they're black and white. They can't, mm-hmm. it has to be this mm-hmm. way. There's never any different. This is how it is. Right. Yes. That's what I would imagine. Yeah. Those kind of people who, yeah, very anal yeah. with things. Yes. Interesting. Yes. I'm going to have to do more yes. research on that. Because, yes. yeah, I definitely, I'm looking at this glass, literally, again, ching, ching. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, if somebody said, oh, is it half full or half empty? I would definitely say, oh, it's half, halfway full. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say that. Yeah, halfway full. Fill it up some more. Yes. Fill With up, the champagne. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so that is interesting. Okay. So yes. we're both the same, which that makes yes. sense because our birthdays are not 
um, far apart. Uh, uh, Brennan is another fellow Virgo as hey. well. Um, Shout out to the September Virgos. There are there are differences. Shout out to Paula because we would always I would always tell her like, no, there's a difference between August Virgo. <laughs> And it's September Virgo. And my son is an August Virgo. <laughs> and and it is son di- your also, son too. Yes. And it is right. different. They are weird, man. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> well, we can say weird because we, we have two children that yes. are August Virgos. Yes. I'm not speaking yes. for anybody else. Yes. But these kids, mm. you know. And he is very, so I bet, I'm not going to ask him because he won't leave. But <laughs> I'm curious if my if I brought my son in here as a August Virgo, what he would say. Yeah. Because he's very technical and literal mm-hmm. like he's low-key that person yes and so Bryce <laughs> is like that too okay yeah. that's yeah. interesting yeah. even at five little dude like yes. little dude cross street don't miss a thing okay oh, no. not a detail uh, is missed yeah always it. ear hustling yes just to ready to chime in like be ready like I it's like it double dutch no <laughs> just ready to double oh. dutch like jump in there i see a time that is cool but though. you say it uh-uh anybody talking to you Charlie? <sighs> Okay. Yes. Nope. Not just you. It's nope. It's okay. Oh, baby it's okay. Bryce. He's still a little baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that, that little boy. So. Wow. So okay. yeah. So it. So it really does play a part in how you see life, and so, like, kind of going off of that, mm-hmm. um, how you deal with friends. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I asked that. I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. hearing mm-hmm. and seeing what the audience is. Yes, y'all chime in. Um, per usual, we'll be putting this on Instagram as our burning question. Yes, feel free to um respond to the question box when you see it, or if you don't see it on Instagram, feel free to DM us, and we will you know provide that feedback on the following episode after. And so, yep. here is your opportunity, listeners. Are you a glass full or a glass empty type yes. of person? Go ahead and DM yes. now while you're listening. Literally now. Literally okay. while you're listening. Yep. And let us know what you are. That is smart. Yes. Yeah, if see? you need to pause the episode to do it, that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Let us know. Um, okay. Okay. Another good one. Another good burning question. All right. Um, so you ready to just get into it? I'm ready. Because I think I think it's brewing, and yes. I think you know we loose, we relax. Let's go. The vibe is here. It literally it's sunny out, so I think we're good. It's a vibe. Weather really affects my mood. So if it was raining and stuff, I'd be like, I don't feel like doing not feeling it. Yep. Same. Um. So, kind of picking up where we left off last episode, we had ended the episode with referencing the articles and saying, hey, y'all, check out the articles um, to kind of, you know, get some statistical data on friendships and, and relationships when it comes to platonic friendships and things like that. So I did learn in my research that um, research shows that every seven years we change friend groups. So I'm going to start with that question. Would oh you say gosh. that is true? Because I read oh. that and I said... Huh. And you know, by definition, my personal definition of a friend group is like people that you tend to kind of communicate with on a regular basis. Right. They kind of con- they know what's currently going on in your life. They know kind of some of the daily movements of your life. And they say every seven years, there's something about the seven year. I wonder if it's the whole like um, 
seven year itch thing in marriage. You know, that's what they say. Like once you hit seven years in marriage, things can get rocky. I don't know if that's See, true. That's crazy. I've always heard five. Five, um, really? Yeah, they I, call it I, the seven year itch. That's crazy. But um, but I'm just curious with friend groups. Um, I guess I can try to answer first. Mm, that's crazy because I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm like I'm think. I'm thinking friendship stuff, and I. Oh my yeah. gosh. They say every seven years. I'm thinking it might be some truth to it, but I don't. I think it's so subtle that we don't realize. Right. Because if I had to reflect back on the last seven years and all that's happened, and a yeah. lot has happened for most adults, a lot can probably happen. Yeah. Um, I want to say I'm. I'm trying to think. Like I, y'all, y'all should see me. I'm like literally sitting here stumped, trying to figure out and trying to think. So I will say I know I've gained. Look, there's a lot of people that I didn't know seven years ago that I know now. Yes. So, in same. theory, they're part of the club, I guess. They're yeah, part of the group. Yeah. So, that might be true. I Yeah. I, I can agree with you. Yeah. Because there are people who I didn't know seven years ago mm-hmm. who I am friends with now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I'm, yeah. I guess I'm going to go a year with this. Yeah. I, I guess, Yeah. That reminds me of a Drake song. There's an old Drake song that says, I know way too many people here. He, I, I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know last year. <laughs> then he goes on to say, who the heck are y'all? Oh, for the man. edited version. But it's true. He's like, oh, wow, I know way too many people here that literally was not a thing last year. Yeah. And so if I thought back over the last seven years, I definitely can name several people that I didn't know. They didn't know I did not know they existed. And it's, now I, it's I so it's so crazy because you think of Drake and I think of uh, Deborah. Oh shoot, what is her name? Um, how did you get here? Deborah Cox. Deborah yes, Cox. yes, I have it there. Yeah, because that's I mean that's legit. How, come on, I know Brenda can how actually sing. How did you get here? Get here. Nobody's supposed to be here. <laughs> right, so yeah, th- like yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but no, really, there's a lot of songs. See, I'm that person See, that can just think of songs. And keep going, but yeah, because that's what I think of. Like for real, I know me, and I I talk to Brian. Uh, everybody y'all know who mm-hmm. Brian is. Her husband, um, my boo thing. Shout out to Boo. Hey Boo. Anyway, <laughs> um. Like, I talked to him about how I, like, purposefully, and I know this about myself because you got to know yourself. I purposefully, like, put up, like, blocks Mm -hmm. because I am a very sensitive person. Mm. And so I intentionally, like, try not to let people in because I don't want to be hurt, like, to protect my heart, right? Yeah, so we're jumping ahead of things, <laughs> but go ahead. So relatable content. Right. So like Tip to that. it's <laughs> I intentionally like be like, Hi how do y'all get so close to me? Right. <laughs> what? Especially Where as an introvert. Yeah. I woke up and I got two new people that I knew up and down I'm like I'm not bringing them in. They're not gonna I'm not gonna keep up with them, but now here they are. At my house or right. at whatever event I'm doing. Here they are. <laughs> yeah, and like for me, like, and, and that's, that has been like yeah. purposefully for me. And so here yeah. I go, like flying in to places yeah. to like support these friends that I was trying to like keep out. Like what is happening? Wow. What? When did you get like this? <laughs> Brennan, what is happening? Yeah, maybe. And you said last episode, or maybe in our personal conversation, that you are extrovert introvert. Yes, I know that I yes. am not. 
So maybe, oh, sorry, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's your extrovert side coming out. I guess. Because I'm still like, nope. Right. <laughs> and so, and, and, and I do know that, like, for real, I legit, yeah. like, put up, build walls. Yeah. To protect myself so I, that I can don't get, get into hurt. that because I definitely, um, because of some of the stories that I'll share, yeah, and I'm sure we'll both share things, yeah. I have, I too have found myself, uh, probably limiting or blocking my blessing, as they say, because oh, yeah. I'm like, nope, you will never get that mm-hmm, close to me so mm-hmm. that you can't hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not healthy, that's yeah. something I'm working through as well. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so to that point, yes, seven years. Yep. I would agree with that. Okay. I would. Yeah, y'all let us know as well. Um, yeah. And even if you don't let us know, think about it for yourself and question. Do some reflection and say, hmm. Right. That would be a good journal prompt if you're into journaling. Yeah. Like, has mm-hmm. my friend groups changed in the last seven years? And, you know, look over the, the last 14 years, you know, mm-hmm. two, 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 seven years worth and yeah. see, you know, in the last 14 years, has yeah. it changed twice, you know, since it's every seven years? So, okay. So, yeah, um, any articles or things like that we reference are always going to be at the bottom. Uh, let's see. What else can we get into? So, one of the – we'll start with this. So, one of the listeners um, tuned in and said, you know, they wanted to hear more, like I said earlier as we when we started the show, sorry. They wanted to know some real-life examples of, like, what does maintaining a friendship look like? And so this particular listener, um, he, his current challenge is he's married and he has a lot of friends who are not married Mm -hmm. and have no intentions of getting married. Mm -hmm. You know, they dating, Mm -hmm. but they're not dating. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when they go out and stuff, the assumption is, you know, he can't come out because he's married. Mm -hmm. And so when he does pop out or show up, it's (laughs) like, oh, we didn't think that you... We didn't think that you would be able to come. So that kind of made me realize, all right, this episode, we need to talk about sometimes. And we kind of touched on it last episode, but when you're friends with people in different stages of life. Mm -hmm. Which is okay. Which is okay. Yeah. um, Because that's life. Everybody's not going to be in the same position Mm -hmm. as you. Mm -hmm. But it does cause some challenges if you both are not understanding of each other's situations. And if you both are not intentional and open like we have been saying so this particular person used their example but wanted us to kind of elaborate more Mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. maybe some examples so anything come to mind like what we talked about the qualities of friendship and like things excuse me things you should do to maintain but like do you have any relatable story or like what does that actually look like um so i guess i mean yeah i've had that happen um and i would say not for like a marriage standpoint, but probably like from a parent standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, because normally, you know, if especially if it's something on the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you have kids, weekend is like kids central. Like, don't let them be no sports or stuff. Like, yep. kids got stuff. Yep. And so I can't make it. Yeah. I can't make it. I can't make it. I mm-hmm. can't make it. And then. Um, you show up and then it's like, oh snap! Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. your kids ain't have nothing this weekend. Yes. You like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you made time. Like, made time to come see us and that, like, wait a minute. Like, instead of 
addressing it like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you made it. Right. I'm so glad to see you. I right. know you've been super busy. What's me like? Right. That's the difference. Glass because. half full, glass half empty. Right. See, <laughs> I told you. Because yes. that would be me. I, I would be that person like, oh, like I said earlier, thank you, Brennan, mm-hmm. for like making time because like you did have to make time. Yeah. You could have easily said, I'm busy this right. weekend. I'm in yeah. town, but yeah. not for you. Yeah. And I can't come. Yeah. So instead of me calling you out like, girl, I know you... <laughs> I was just like, look, thank you for making the time right. because I know how it yeah, is. Like yeah. most people I know are not just sitting around with all this free time. Mm-hmm. So you, if the fact that you came, even if you had other stuff to do, you made the time. Right. And so to your right. point, it's like, just be happy. The person, they may not, they might've had to get somebody else to take the kids. Right. They probably still have the, they right. probably still have those obligations, mm-hmm. but because you are important to them, they right. made it happen. Absolutely. They made the time. Yeah. So I know that's also what maintaining a friendship look like. Yes. Sometimes you yes. do have to compromise. Sometimes you do. Yes, yes, my son or child has things every day of the week. Yes. But because you are my friend, within reason, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I might miss a game. Yeah. It just, it just, yeah. Go yes. ahead. Not to so, interject. No, yeah. so I think that yeah. is, that has happened not just as a married person. Yeah. Um. And so, and I will say, you know, people will... Um, say stuff like like they might invite um Boo out, and he's like, "Well, I need to see, I need to check on my wife and see kind of what we got going on," and that causes a whole lot. Oh, of why like, you gotta check with her for? Right? She run your life, right? Oh, she wet pant like no, no, not that. Sorry, it's called the a... family calendar. Right. It's more about. It's not about him controlling or I'm controlling. Right. It's more about if I go to this thing, that means the kids may not have a ride, right. so I gotta make arrangements. Right. Or maybe me and her had this thing, right. and I need to ask her, is it okay if we push it back? Right, right. It's not about wearing the pants. No, it's not. No. It's not. It's about making sure that our lives still can flow like successfully, yeah. and nobody's like thrown out of the way or inconvenienced. Yes. Like, that's what that is. Yes. And so... You like don't make anybody feel bad because they're trying to be a friend with you, yeah. but then like they're trying to just still do life with their partner or still take care of their kids yep. or still take care of their dogs and yep. do whatever it is yeah. that you know yeah. that they need to do, but also be there to support you. Right. Like it's okay. Yeah. You know. So um. So I think. It, it does happen. Mm-hmm. It does happen. And so I'm interested to, to hear like guy listeners, like I'm, I'm really interested to hear yeah. guys because I think, you know, their take is different yeah. from ours. I agree. Cause it's, it's expected we talk about friendships. I think if you picture adult friendships, I think most of us go to women. Like mm-hmm, we picture mm-hmm. women and going through friendship yeah. drama and conflict. Yeah. But there's men too right. that struggle with friendships. I talked to my husband. Um, obviously, he listens, and yeah, he definitely shared with me, you know, friendship challenges. I've lived some of the friendship challenges with him, you know, just by proximity of being married and seeing what he's gone through from a male point of view. So it's definitely not a woman only thing. Right. Now we do have different challenges mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as women in friendships, but for the most part, humans, yeah. no matter what gender you are, yeah. you are gonna experience some of the same challenges. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So that is interesting. But I'm trying to think. Um 
an ex- a real life example of a challenge. I get that too. I get the same thing Brennan mentioned, like, oh, you came, or you know, um, or or it's a lot of this happens. Going back to assumptions. Oh well, we didn't invite you mm-hmm. because I figured mm-hmm. you were gonna have this on the weekends, or I know yeah this and this and that mm-hmm. is happening, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I didn't even invite you. Yep. So my bad. <laughs> yeah. Sorry you had to yeah. see it on Facebook. <laughs> And now you wonder why I didn't invite you. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that happens a lot. I'm like, oh, I didn't know such and such, you know, y'all did a party yeah. or. And it's y'all always. Y'all went out to dinner. Yeah. Or... And it's like, oh, yeah. we figured, y'all went you know. drinks or whatever. And it's like, again, mm-hmm. with proper notice, to yes. be fair. Yeah, yes. I may not be able to. It depends on the situation. Even if you feel like, oh, it's last minute, it's okay to still say, hey, I know it's last minute, right. but if you're available tonight, can you come out? Right. At least ask. Yes. Um, yes. Don't assume just because they're married or just because they got a kid or an animal, a dog. Right. Or, or because just, they work know, two jobs. Or because they work, because that's <laughs> yes. the thing. Everybody, most of us now has like several different jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, just just check in. It's I, I always, when it comes to me and inviting people to things, if, if I want somebody there, that's another thing. Sometimes people just may not want you there. <laughs> but if I actually think, oh, it would be nice if Brennan came. I know Brennan is in New Mexico. She's not going to probably fly here for a cookout that I might decide a week before. But if I really wanted her there, I might say, hey, Brennan, I know if there's any chance that you might be in this area, I'm just putting it out there. You're more than welcome to come. Right. Totally not really expecting you to come. Yeah. But just knowing. So Brennan now walks away like, okay, she knows I can't come. Right. But at least I was invited. Yes, yes. Versus... I'm making all these assumptions. Brennan ain't coming, and right. Brennan's now seeing like, well, dang, you know. Yes. It could make Brennan feel some kind yes. of way. Using you as an example, because you're right here. Right. But you get what I mean. So. And so even like. Just include people. Yes. <laughs> no even, matter what. <laughs> even if it's in conversation though, too, because like, even like for me, like yes, I still have friends here mm-hmm. in in seven five seven, and like if I'm talking to a friend. Mm-hmm. And you're planning something mm-hmm. like a part of the conversation, right? Yeah. And so, like, don't be planning something, and then I see something on like Facebook or Instagram, and I'm like, "Dang, you we just we just talked." So it's almost like me right now saying, "Yeah, Brendan, I'm about to um plan this Memorial Day cookout mm-hmm. that I'm gonna have in the backyard." Mm-hmm. And I'm literally asking, Brittany, what do you think? Should I, what what color should I yeah. do? And I'm literally talking, is that mm-hmm. what you mean? Like, I'm talking so, to you about it, and then it's like, I never officially invited you to it. No, so not even that, okay. but like, just bringing me into like, what is actually going on. Because you know okay. I'm not coming. Like, you know okay. I won't be there. Okay. But, like, for me, like, so if you, you know, are planning a party or like, your kid's birth, so, prime example, um, my... My best friend, I've known her since I was 10. Mm-hmm. And so we've been best friends yeah. for 20-something years. Okay. Okay? And so um, she, her, her uh, my niece's birthday party mm-hmm. was, it was last month. Okay. But I knew that it was happening yeah. because we were talking. Right. Right? Okay. And so she was like, oh, yeah, well, her party is this Saturday and... Um, 
we're, we're doing this and we're doing that mm. and I gotta go get the balloon and, and we it was just conversation and so it's including me okay right even though you she okay know, yes. you get what I'm saying I see what like, you're saying I'm not I don't live here anymore gotcha. but I'm still a, a part, part of okay because I told you totally wrong when you said it right I was thinking like I get it. Okay. No. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's I'm still another a way of, of keeping yes. the. Yes. That's a perfect yes. example of that's maintaining. A, like, right. I know her situation. She's yes. not joining us. Yes. But at least she still feels valued and, and part of the, the process. Yes. So that when she does see it on yes. social media, it's not a blow right. to the heart. Like, like dang. Okay, we were just talking. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. didn't say nothing about that. Yes. Like, when you, when you, when y'all plan to do that? I see what you're like, saying. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so yeah. 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 That's, that is even a part of the hmm. conversation. And so I think huh. that is a huge way, I think, of maintaining mm-hmm. um, friendships mm-hmm. um, because hmm. it's helping people feel valued. Yes. And also helping people, like, include it, I mean, feel included and not left out. Absolutely. I like that. That's a perfect so, example, actually. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that I think I think those are two solid examples. I mentioned shout out to the best friend. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey. <laughs> um. Let's see. I'm trying to stay on task because yes. you made me. You made me think of. It's not really about maintaining friendships, but it's like supporting your friends during some of life's transitions. Let's go with it. Let's go. <clears throat> okay. So we're just we're just having a casual conversation, yes. and let me let me go ahead and put this disclaimer out there. Um, <laughs> when I share my stories, I'm not necessarily talking about any one person, and if I am talking about a person, just know that I likely have provided this feedback to the person. Um, so it shouldn't be like the first time they're hearing it, or just know that um, this is my experience and how I view things. Um, but of course, I'm gonna you know not call anybody out but this is just my truth and my perspective of things i also do want to point out um if you know you've been a, a good friend and have been there i'm not talking about you <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so let's just put that out there like if you if you and i you know communicate as of today if we in constant communication and i haven't told you how i felt then it's not about you so you good is what i'm saying um but yeah, I just want to put it out there. I don't want nobody to think like, oh, she's talking about me. I thought, I well, I'm like, I'm like, right. You, I'm like, please don't, don't be, because um, that's narcissistic. It's not always about you. I'm not talking about you. Um, Again, you know where we stand. So I'm not talking about you, girl. No, I'm kidding. No, but, you know. That's funny. So like I shared last episode, um, I personally feel like I don't have a lot of friends. And I'm I'm okay with that. I'm not embarrassed to say that. Um. I do believe in quality over quantity. Absolutely. So that's kind of where I am at this phase in life as an adult. So no, I don't have 20 friends that I'm like BFF. Like that's not my life. I will not pretend. Um, but I definitely have. That that is exhausting. (laughs) Talk about too much peopling. Yeah. You be at weddings and they got like 14 bridesmaids. Oh no. I'm like, Mm -mm. you know, I'm drained just thinking about that. (laughs) Yeah. So that's not my life. Some people, you know, they say they got 20, 30, and that's fine. But 
Now, do I have 20, 30 associates that I can name? Absolutely. People that, you know, if I want to invite them to a birthday or whatever, you know, cookout, absolutely. Even somebody, like 20, 30 people between the associate and friend zone. Right. Even like there. There's some in between. Yeah. That's a good, there are some people who where I'm like, I'm not quite sure what they are to me. But I wouldn't say a friend, but I wouldn't say associate. They're in the uh, middle. They're in between. That's actually. Maybe there's a word for that. I, so if you know what that is, let us know. They're like an in-between know. friend. They're like, there's like they're an initiation. They almost to the friend. <laughs> they almost out the friend zone. So I don't know. So yeah, it's just a um, close friend then. Like, um, so acquaintance and a casual friend and then a close friend. Um and then, like, your intimate, like, your really, like, close friend circle. And so, I guess when you look at it, it, it would be, like, a whole bunch of different circles. And so, like, your uh, acquaintances are outside. And then inside of the acquaintances are the casual friends. Yes. And then the close-knit, okay. like, a little small, smaller circle. And then your hmm. intimate, like, two or three that kind of know everything yes. or your day-to-day yes. all right so yes. yeah to the point i was making and that's a good way to break it down so that's what i mean when i say i don't have a lot of people who are that's you know know too much of the day-to-day right um so yeah that's where i am you know i i don't like i said i don't have many i don't have a large uh core friend group i shared on the last episode like i kind of wish mm-hmm. that i had that mm-hmm. that core group I think we both kind of said similar yeah, things. Yeah. And we referenced the show Harlem mm-hmm. and even Insecure <laughs> and how yes. like, hey, you know, yeah. they were going through a lot of drama and a lot of good things, mm-hmm. but like they always, that glue kept yeah. them together. And, and that's kind of what I wanted. It was, it was like four of them. Like yes. That's, that, it was that's like the perfect them. number. Four yeah. to five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in real life, I just, I've always felt like didn't really quite have that friend group where all of the friends like know each other. I mentioned that in the last episode. Like I have a lot of friends who don't necessarily hang out together. So I wouldn't call us like a core group, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to maintaining friendships, kind of like to piggyback off of how it looks or what it looks like. I think supporting your friends through some of life's transitions Mm -hmm. um, at this age Mm -hmm. can be a challenge. And I, I remember talking to someone about um, the feedback from the last episode, they kind of wanted some examples of this too. It just remained, it just reminded me like they felt like as they grow in life and as they encounter different things, they, and I've mentioned this before, you start to, certain milestones start to separate, oh, yeah. you know, your old friends or yeah. even fake friends from right. your real friends. And I don't know from personal experience, like I'll give a solid example. I'll give more of a recent example. When I, had a baby both times, but specifically the second time with my second son, um, postpartum, that time period for those that don't know, that don't know, we think about postpartum depression. A lot of us know what that is, but when you use the word postpartum, people automatically think, oh, she's talking about postpartum depression, but postpartum is the period after you give birth. So, you know, those words are used interchangeably. There's postpartum depression and then there's just a postpartum time period right. after birth is what that means. So just to clarify that for anyone who gets confused because I know it's used interchangeably. So for me, this time around with my son, the youngest, um, postpartum, that experience looked a lot different mm-hmm. than it did after I had my first son. 
So what I learned during that experience, I really learned like, wow, like things that I didn't know or the support that I didn't know that I needed the first time around, Mm -hmm. I realized the second time around, like what I needed. So I remember after the birth of my first son, looking back, there was a lot of things that maybe didn't happen when it came to my friend supporting me that I look back and realize, oh, I think they could have been better Yeah. during that time. Yeah. But I didn't know what I didn't know, and I didn't know what to ask mm-hmm. or what to expect. Yeah, and you didn't know what you needed. I didn't know what I needed. Yeah. So I think a lot of people, they were waiting on me to tell them what I needed. Mm-hmm. So, but it, so it was a learning experience. Right. But when I was pregnant the second time, I said, oh, I know this time around. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need help with this. So I made sure I was very clear, like, I'm going to need food. Yeah. I'm going to need child care for the older son. Like, I need people to show up for me in that way. Mm-hmm. And I may need you to just call me sometime. And just check in. Conversation. Conversation. Oh, gosh, um, yes. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> ooh, I'm, I'm exhausted thinking about yes. it. So to to that point, using that same example, um, I was very intentional about trying to communicate to friends and even associates, like, what I needed this time around. And I will say it brought out two scenarios. So ironically, a lot of my friends or people that I consider friends some of them, when I gave birth to my second child, they actually really, so in all honesty, there were some people prior to the birth of my son who I felt like our friendship was kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. it was just kind of mm-hmm. not sure where this is going. Yeah. But when I gave birth to my son, they stepped up and really like showed out. I had a friend who would call me once a week on Fridays. We would FaceTime. She said, hey, just checking in. Mm. Um, because also with the postpartum period, I definitely suffered a little bit of like postpartum blues. I mm-hmm. wouldn't say full on depression, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I definitely treaded the line. Yeah. I can totally be honest with that. Yeah. Um, and I had, you know, the doula and I had all those things yeah. and it was helpful, but thanks to those things in place, I didn't really go off the mm-hmm. deep edge mm-hmm. like I could have. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but again, I knew, I kind of knew myself, so I had things in place. I had systems in place before birth mm-hmm. to kind of help me through that. And so those same friends, so, so what I'm saying is some of the friends, this is an example of how life, different life milestones will bring out the real from the fake or oh, just yeah. change things, will oh, reveal yeah. like who's really there. Right. Um, I remember a friend that I kind of felt like, we're not on the verge of a friend breakup, but we just kind of, it was getting kind of weird where it's like, we don't really talk like that. It was no drama or anything. It just was different. But it then when I had the baby, the yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I had the baby, um, you know, they stepped up and was like, Hey, I'm gonna call you once a week. And I'm used to people not being consistent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, she ain't gonna call. And she would call me every Friday and she was, she would just have a conversation yeah. with me and the baby. You know, the baby was like a few days old, a few mm-hmm. weeks, but she doesn't even know how much that, meant to me right because right. I needed that in that phase of life I just needed somebody to just be consistent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and do what they said they're going to do so yeah. that revealed to me like okay even though our friendship is kind of uh sometime meaning mm-hmm. you know again no drama but it's just we don't really get together and stuff yeah. she came through for me in that way mm-hmm. and then I had a couple other friends that to my surprise really was like oh I'm coming over I'm gonna visit you like they they, did, they supported me in ways that I didn't expect. And then I had people who I thought, mm-hmm. the ones that I was like, oh, well, I know they're going to yeah. do, they didn't. So it was weird. It was almost like this weird flip happened. 
my point there is like different things for sure that happen in your life will for sure affect your friendships, whether it be it will continue to tell you, okay, no, they're a real one, keep them. Right. Or like, mm, maybe, maybe they should phase out because that was a really important thing in your life and it wasn't there at all. Right. Um, but I, I can use that example because that was probably one of the more toughest times in my life where I had never experienced some mm-hmm. of those feelings before. Mm-hmm. And I really needed support, and some of them really did step up. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate those people calling me, checking in, people who sent, you know, food or money. Yeah. Um, because there were a lot of people who I also feel like didn't yeah. <laughs> didn't do it. And right. I'm like, they, I'm still wondering where they at, yeah, you know? Absolutely. And the baby almost too. Another thing I'll mention too when it comes to friend groups um, and life's challenges, you know, both of us, unfortunately, have lost loved ones. Mm-hmm. And that is something that typically will show you who's there. (laughs) And not just at the funeral. Oh, yeah. But I'm talking about that person that checks in. Like, hey, I know this is the one-year anniversary. Right. Or whatever, you know. Right. And even though, and I think. Or Christmas. Or or like, yes, I'm thinking of you because I know. Yeah. All of those big, like, um, family um, celebration time. Yeah. yeah. Cause mm-hmm. when you lose a loved one, any day can yeah. be yeah. a day. Right. Absolutely. But specifically on certain days, it's like, man, they not even thinking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or just being considerate. Like yeah. I might not feel that way because of right. my loss or whatever. Right. I've, ex- I've experienced these challenges where it's like, so they know that this is a situation. Like yeah. why would they, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to give real examples, y'all. So, like, when it comes to, like, losing loved ones, because, like, we're in our I mid-30s. <laughs> sure, and yes, we'll definitely get yes, to that. Because yes. we're, we're in our mid-30s, and life is happening. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, these things happen. It won't be the last time. Right. We're going to, unfortunately, go through some really hard things in life. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say I've learned a lot. There's times where, when I was younger, I look back at how I handle things, and I get on myself, like, oh, man. Now that I've gone through that, I look back at times where I didn't necessarily handle it properly with someone. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember being in my early 20s and a friend lost someone. And I thought I handled it good. And I think I did, but I was so young mm-hmm. and hadn't really experienced some of that in life. Right. And so now that I've, you know, experienced some of that when it comes to losing loved ones, mm-hmm. et cetera, I look back like, oh, man, I felt like I could have did more. Yeah. Same thing with having a baby. I remember yeah. a friend had a baby at, like, 20. I mm-hmm. didn't know that I should probably keep right. checking on her. You right. go to the hospital, right. and then you leave, mm-hmm. you know. But I didn't mm-hmm. know, like, oh, I should probably have kept checking on her. Yeah. Even though she said she's fine, she's yeah. probably not. Mm-hmm. So, admittedly, I've learned as well. But now that we're at a certain age, I'm like, nah, we all, at this point, have experienced some challenge. Right. You need to do better with showing up for your friends. Right. And if you call them an actual friend. If you call them a friend. Yes. And unfortunately, yes. certain events like that has revealed, right. like, so you didn't even come to the funeral. Yeah. You didn't even send food to the house. Yeah. Like, you know this person was, like, really close. Yeah. And interesting. hmm I'll just leave it at that. Um, so, I have, okay, for those of you listening and who may not know, Um, I have lost both of my parents. Both of my parents are deceased. And so, like, I was younger when I lost my mom. And younger as in, like, my early 20s when I lost my mom. And so when I lost my mom, 
and when I lost my dad were kind of two totally different. I was in two totally different spaces in life. Mm, that's a good point. And so when I lost my mom, like I, my friend group was, was very, um, it, which included my line sisters. And so like you guys like really, you know, rallied around, um, when I lost my mom and when I lost my dad. And so uh, for those two, I was really, really thankful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the the biggest thing that was different for me is like when I lost my dad, I was in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so it was, I was in a totally different space and I had just moved. Yeah. So I hadn't had a chance to make any friends. Yeah. Right. And so, um, that was a hard thing for me because yeah. it was a lot of transition happening. Mm-hmm. Right. Very new. And very, very new. And, like, I'm not here. So, like, it's almost kind of like an out of sight, out of mind thing. Yeah. And so, um, it was not, like, I was not, like, checked up on as, as much as I would like by friend. Like, that mm-hmm. that was hard. Yeah. Um, and so, but what I ended up doing is I had a friend um, from high school who recently um, lost his dad. Mm. And so, I was intentional about checking in with him mm-hmm. frequently. Hey, how are you? Yeah. Hey, just checking because in. Because you learned from you. your experience. Like, yes. if I was in this again, I know yes. what I would want done to me. Yeah, and so he asked, he was like, yo, he was like, Brennan, like, why are you doing this? He was like, I appreciate this because yeah. you're the only one doing this. Because people are not used to that. Right. People are, and it's sad because you're like, man, but people, the common thing, especially when it comes to death, or even a birth. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're going to go to the hospital. We're yeah. going to flood your baby shower. Yeah. We're going to go yeah. to the funeral. Yeah. We're going to do all that. Yes. And but then they the, go the, on the about the their life. Times. Right. But really, people need people. Exactly. And that, when they're back at work, yes. when yes. things are quote unquote back on, right. that's when people still right. need that support. And so I checked on him regularly after mm-hmm. that. And that's then, good. like, his birthday, I checked on him. Mm-hmm. His, like, Christmas, like, all of those big, like, bursts. Like when you first yeah. lose, right? Mm. And so I did that, and he was like, he was asking, you know, you know, why are you doing this? And and I told him, I'm like, this is what I wish I would have had mm-hmm. when my dad passed. Yeah, right. And yeah. so, um, again, the intentionality, and I mean, we weren't really friends like that. I mean, mm-hmm. we were cool in high school, like we dated in high school, but you know, that's high school, mm-hmm. so years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. But now, you know, we're grown. We both got kids. You know, it's like you still, you're still a friend. Yes. Right? Because we were friends. Um, And so that is how I look. Like, if I know I'm going to check on it. But I think, again, it kind of goes back to, like, what I said at the beginning, how people don't talk about Mm -hmm. this stuff. Yes. And so... When you don't talk about it, you don't know that this is what you need. Yes. Right? And so, like, it's a it's a taboo because, like, we don't want to talk about, like, we don't like to talk about death. Thinking mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. thinking that it's going to make it worse. No, that's not how things, that's not how it works. Yeah. Well, no. I think your your perspective is viable <laughs> coming from someone who unfortunately has lost both parents mm-hmm. um, at a young age, in theory. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think 
it's one of those things where people don't know what to do. And like, mm-hmm. to your point, they mm-hmm. think, well, I don't want to bombard her. So I just won't say anything. And I think, yeah. And I think that's what society teaches <laughs> yes. us. Just, I'd rather just yeah. not say nothing. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're at home suffering yeah. or on the verge of depression or whatever. Right, right. And they have no idea. And they think your silence mm-hmm. means that you're okay. Yeah. Oh, well, she ain't say nothing. Yeah, she right. didn't reach out. And I do, that reminds me of something else. I need people to understand whether it be grieving a loved one, you just had a baby, um, something happened and your Traumatic, family is sick. Yes, even like a divorce. I need people like, to understand yeah. it's not true. Oh, well, if they needed something, they would have reached out. I right. need y'all to understand yeah. when you're going through something, right. you're not thinking about anyone else probably. Right. You're thinking about what you're going through in your situation yeah. and it's like tunnel vision. Yeah, It's okay to initiate the conversation. Don't be like, well, Crystal or Brendan didn't reach out, so they must be good. A lot of times, that silence actually speaks volumes. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking from personal experience. Like, reach out, even if it's just a text and say, hey, you don't have to respond. Just saying, I'm just letting you know you crossed my mind. Exactly. And I'm here. And I'm here. And and I have done, because, like, again, my early 20s, I might not have been there for Mm -hmm. people in the way that, looking back, I'm like, I feel bad. Right. Because I didn't know what I didn't know. But the goal in life is as long as you learn something from it, and the key is to not keep doing the same mistake. Right. So now, yeah. when to grow and evolve and learn. So when these situations happen, and that's me, I'm like, look, I know – I don't have the words. I am so sorry. Just texting yeah. so that you know that you're in my mind. You don't have right. to write back. And sometimes they don't write back. And right. I don't take it personal. And it's okay. Because I'm like, well, I know they got it. Yeah. And it's not about me. Right. So I'm going to let them do whatever they want right. with that information. But yeah. just so they, they know I'm there for them. I think, that's, I think that is key, though. Like, <clears throat> not jumping to assumptions. Mm-hmm. And also, like, hey, just checking in with you, just letting you know I'm here if you need me. Yes. It, period. And, and, and it's not about it. you. Right. Because um, I definitely experienced that with losing loved ones or, you know, let's say in a more positive example, not positive, more happier example, having a baby. Because mm-hmm. everybody thinks, you know, everything is wonderful. And we love babies, of course. But that's some hard. It's hard. Right. You know, those first few weeks are hard. And I remember I had, to, you know, a couple of people that came around after the baby was born, they their actions. I actually remember speaking up. I'm like, look, yeah, I wasn't going to call you. Mm-hmm. The, uh, you didn't call. I wasn't going to call you because right. I'm sleep deprived. Again, I'm, I'm, I got some postpartum blues going on. Right. Probably going to need to talk to somebody when I'm done. Yeah. I'm not thinking about calling you. Right. Or I'm not, that's not what I need. Yeah. I've had to do that to a few, few people during yeah. that time. And I was like, I don't mean no harm, but, like, I'm not going to reach out to you. I was waiting for you to, to tell me when you wanted to, to stop by. Like, mm-hmm. I was waiting on you. And, you know, maybe they didn't know. Yeah. Um. So I had to bring that up because that's that's just where we are in life, where certain events I felt slighted. Like, like you just said, like, yeah, you felt like the experiences with your mom and dad were different. Mm-hmm. And I can, mm-hmm. I can t- totally believe that. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, you're not here. So people right. are like, well, she's fine. Right. Or they think, oh, because you're posting on social media, yeah. everything's great, yeah. Yeah. and it's like we know. Yeah. And so, and that's the crazy that thing. That means nothing. Like, it means nothing. <laughs> and like people, re- and I try to be like pretty transparent, mm-hmm. especially on like my photography page. Mm-hmm. I, during that time, I was really transparent, and so like I went through like a deep depression, mm-hmm. and like a lot of people didn't know, yeah. but um. 
and this is so when I'm at work, it's so it's crazy because I use. Have you ever seen Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. Okay, a few episodes. So, so, I'm so lost now. With oh, it, yes. Lord. Okay, anyway. But I know the so, show. So, for my Stranger Things fans, okay, <laughs> I'm talking to you because apparently Crystal is not a Space fan. <laughs> oh, my or, God. Yep, really? Oh, we yep, brought that up again? Brought it up. Okay, okay. Space fan or a yeah. Stranger Things fan. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so when I talk to my students about, like, their depression and the stuff that they're going through, I tell them, I, I'm telling you this from experience. Mm-hmm. That's That's where I start. And so they're always shocked because they think, oh my gosh, you went through it too? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Matter of fact, just last year. How about that? Mm-hmm. But anyway. Very um, And so in Stranger Things, um, the last season, Vecna was um, like pretty much kind of creeping in people's minds. I tell the kids <laughs> like Vecna is like uh, depression. And so, or stuff that we're going through that like really brings us down. Mm. And so like they, you know, we don't talk about it. Yeah. Right. And so I was telling how Vecna was in the kids' minds and you know, like the kids that he actually took, Mm -hmm. they didn't tell anybody. They didn't Mm. talk about it. They did nothing. Right. And they just kind of kept it in. And I'm like, that is how I see depression. That is how I see stuff. Like when it when we don't talk about it, when we don't like share it with other people, it it takes us it takes us to a place where like it's just so hard for us to get out of, right? Yes. And it could it could take us it could literally Ooh. take us out of here. Absolutely. Right? And so mm. I told them like that is how I look at it. So when I was in my funk, like I was I talked about it. Yep. Like I had and that was to helpful probably. Yes. Yeah. I had to because if I did not, yep. it would have taken me out of here. I agree. I and can understand so that. I so that's how like this stuff that people never they don't want to talk about. It's so taboo. It's so like, oh no, we can't talk about that. Mm-mm. We can't talk about that because we don't do that, or black people don't do that. Like, yeah, no, no, like, no, black not at all. Black people need to be. We the right. most traumatized race. Right. We, we have need to, to be talk having these it. conversations. We have to talk about it. We got to talk about friendships. We have to talk about the uncomfortable, like, conversations. The uncomfortable conversations that we don't want to talk about. Yep. And so, like, even, even the conversations about, like, how we need our friends to show up in our time of need yeah this is what we gotta talk about yeah and you made me think to the point we've been just saying i think because i i had shared with the second pregnancy how i learned from the first like learning to just be direct with people say hey yeah if you truly want to support me thank you for the diapers and the gifts but i'm really gonna need you to just call me every week yeah, you know, especially if you kind of know mm-hmm. what you need to prevent you from getting right. in that, like, because once right. you go through it, a couple times, like, all right, I know next time yes. how to handle it. Yes. yes. So to your point, I think all of us, including myself, we should just get better at when it comes to friendships, just trying hard to have that uncomfortable yeah. conversation mm-hmm. and being direct and being comfortable with checking your friends. Right. If y'all are real friends, say, right. hey, look, I didn't like how when I lost this person. You came to the funeral and you never checked in. Mm-hmm. Or you didn't even come to the funeral. Right. You just kind of like right. didn't say anything. Yeah. Or when I had the baby, you just, you didn't support my family. You didn't offer right. to help with the oldest. Right. Like just Nothing. being up front and say, this is what I expected. This did not happen. Yes. 
how do we go from here? Right. And I think that's kind of going back to maintaining friendships in yes, adulthood. Absolutely. You have to be comfortable having real conversations. Yes. Because it's not always going to be fun. We're getting along. We're agreeing with everything. It's not going to look like absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Because there's going to be some difference of opinion or conflicts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The difference between a healthy friendship and a toxic is when it's healthy, y'all can have that conversation right. and say, you know what, you're right. And that person that did the wrong thing, they take accountability. Yes, ownership. And they say, you know what, you're right. I actually could have did better. Yeah, yeah. Versus the toxic friendship is like, well, <laughs> you know, I was busy. Right. And you should have known. Right. You know. Right. But Well, you yeah. know I was thinking about you. <laughs> you just hit my... That takes me to another point, oh, moving along, but to that point. Sorry for the interruptions, but this conversation is so good. So we're going to take a break. So what I want y'all to do is go ahead and just click on the next episode that came out with this one. It's a, a pseudo part three. <laughs> and we'll finish the conversation over there. Bye.